Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with code PROGRAM for a 4-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's Stamps.com. Code PROGRAM. Hello and welcome to Better Than Yesterday. I'm Osha Ginsberg. Thanks for being here. I appreciate it. This is a show called Better Than Yesterday. It's a tri-weekly podcast that hopes to help you make today just a little bit better than yesterday. That's really it. Something you hear on this show is guaranteed to help you make today better than yesterday. That's it. That's what the show is. Does what it says on the box. Um, been here since 2013. I'm Osha Ginsberg. I'm a TV host. I'm an author. I'm a dad. I'm a stepdad. And um, yeah. Mondays and Wednesdays, I'm here with a guest. Fridays, I'm here with you. Wednesdays episodes are always a bit of a revisit to guests we've had in the past. One of my producers, Bree Steele, goes back and finds the episodes that you know she thinks are, are worthy of a second run, and you know pulls out a couple of cool bits. And uh, hopefully, it inspires you to go back and listen to the full conversation. If not, I hope you take this 15, 20 minutes to yourself and enjoy a conversation. I've had some pretty incredible chats on this show with some significant people, some brilliant people over the years. I think, and I've been asked this a lot, you know, this is probably one of my favorite episodes of all time. It was the episode when I interviewed my wife, Audrey Griffin. Now, if you've listened to this show at all, you'll know that Audrey has had an incredible impact on my life. She is nothing but kindness. She is a shining light. She's like the sun. She's incredibly intelligent, super funny. She makes me laugh so much, has so much empathy and so much compassion as the most unbelievable mother. And brilliantly, and thank goodness for all of us, she was able to see me and my sick brain as two separate things. 
And that really helped us when I was quite ill. It's no understatement to say that Audrey saved my life. When I met Audrey, she already had a kid. That kid's uh, my stepdaughter, Georgia, who I adore and I would die for if it needed to happen. Audrey and George's dad had not been together for many years, yet they have worked very, very, very hard to ensure that Georgia still has a, a solid connection with her dad. And I asked Audrey why it was so important for her to have George's dad in her life. I think it's important for um, a child to know their father. I think it's important that despite us not being together, that she gets the chance to know him like that, to know him as a father. Um, yeah, I was very, very careful not to let my personal feelings get in the way of her relationship with him. And, you know, we worked pretty hard, especially for the first two years, because, you know, we're dealing with a breakup and a baby, which is odd uh, combination. Um, but it's not uncommon. No, no. But I really wanted her to know him. Yeah. And, you know, they they have every opportunity to to know each other. And I'm grateful that he also felt the same. And yeah. I think we're better parents apart than we ever could have been together. The the, the relationship that the three of you have, yeah. you, him and, and Georgia, is yes. quite is quite admirable in that he does you know, he does take it very seriously and it's yeah. It's really it's actually really lovely. Yeah, I think so too. It can be confusing for other people. I I know some people go, well, this is weird. How does that work? Yeah. Um, but why shouldn't it work? Just I think if you put the child first and the child's needs as, you know, the most important um, in the relationship, then it it has no reason not to work. Just get over yourself and put yourself aside and give your kid a chance to grow up and be okay with um, not living with both parents. That's it. Yeah. Simple as that. That's a that's a decision that I certainly in, in in my situation I don't know how how much my my folks did that I definitely remember being uh, feeling that I was being used as somewhat of a, a and leverage. how did that work out for you Yeah shit Yeah it's shit You don't do that to your kids Yeah um, I get that it hurts It fucking hurt I was devastated uh, You know but. In the end, it wasn't she's more important. Mm. Full stop. That's it. I, I hurt so bad for so long. And then it stopped, you know, and all that time I could have been hurting and hurting her or I could have just sucked it up and hurt by myself and she'd be okay. And that's, that's what I chose to do. It's a, it's a def, obviously something you worked hard at. Yeah, we both, we both did. You and him both, yeah. Yeah, and and, and all our families. And the know. dividends have really paid off. I think so. Yeah, it's great. Yeah, and I, you know, it's it's actually quite quite lovely in that in our, uh, we've had 
you know, him and his wife and their kids come and stay with us yeah. and stay the night at our place and he stayed here a bunch of times and yeah. it's, it's great. I'm really grateful to, to know him and, and, you know, I see the kind of dad he is to her and the dad he is to his kids and it's great. Yeah. yeah. It's good. And, but this is, you know, this idea, more and more that I look at it, this idea of, oh, what's a normal family? Fuck, there is no normal family. No. Family is, is what you make it and it's basically a place of, of love and acceptance and however that looks, it doesn't matter what the combination is really. Um, in my situation, a combina- it's a heterosexual combination and then we went our separate ways and we've, you know, got extended family helping and helping to raise our child mm. and then we've got, you know, uh, he's got other kids with someone else and they're, you know, they include her in, in their family. And it's like, to me, how much love is this kid surrounded by? And how lucky is she to have that? Imagine if I didn't d- choose that for yeah. her. Imagine if, if he didn't choose that for her. What would her life look like? Mm. You know, it's, I think, and it's easy for me to say, you know, it's all hindsight. It's done. The hard work is done. But she's she's in a much better place than I think if we took a different path took a vindictive path, a selfish path. I've got to tell you, I'm just in awe of Audrey, of her strength and the quality and the level of the relationship that she has with with George's dad. The hard work that the two of them have worked really, really hard to make sure that that Georgia and our entire family have have so much love and support in their lives. And it's, it's a real testament to how blended families can work. My personal relationship with Audrey has been pretty interesting. (laughs) It's had some pretty big highs, some pretty big, big lows, everything in between. When we met though, because of what was going on in my body, because of what was going on in my brain, because of all the meds that I was on, it was a very different experience for me to meet someone that I was interested in. And it was, uh, it was interesting. Because in the past, I would have had, you know, rushes of all kinds of hormones and all kinds of things flying around. But here's this woman who just fascinated me, absolutely fascinated me. And brilliantly, I mean, sure, I was on heaps of drugs, including some antipsychotics and a whole bunch of other things that basically stalled every response of my body to someone that I was interested in. So I was able to kind of not get overtaken by that and just really fall in love with the who she is. I mean, don't get me wrong. She's stunning and she's super hot and she's a beautiful woman with Disney princess eyes. And the night that I met her, she was wearing these incredible hot pants. Anyway, um, I asked her if she remembers that night, the night that we met. I do. It was day. It was raining. No. Okay. I don't remember it then. I was sure it was nighttime. No, I was wearing shorts. I wouldn't have been wearing shorts in the rain. I showed up on my bike. Yes. You were so weird. What do you remember? Okay. So I remember waiting with the stylist um, at the time in the, like, the cafeteria kind of area. Well, it was like, it was the garage. Like the, the catering. Ca- yeah, we yeah. had to wait in the garage. Where they had catering tables and stuff. Yeah, basically for them to stop filming so we could scoot across the lawn. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Waiting for, you know, 
so they hope that we wouldn't be in shot. Mm. And um, down you come the driveway in your bright yellow outfit. High vis, high be vis. safe to be seen. Yep. And you you kind of ignored us. It was weird. Um, you kind of just rode around to the other side, got off, and you know you said hey to Amanda, and kind of didn't really say hi to me and you looked flustered and like kind of you know shuffling around doing stuff being distracted and then it was like you decided in your head because and I remember this very clearly because I was watching you do this um while also trying to clean the coffee that I'd managed to pour into my handbag um at the same time and I was like, oh, shit, I should go and introduce myself. But you look very, very busy and a little bit distracted. So I thought, oh, it's all right. I'll, I'll finish cleaning my handbag out and then I'll go and say hello. And it was like there was some, a switch in your head that you decided you'd kind of come over and say, introduce yourself and say hello because you sort of stormed right up to me and, hello, why am I sure? And stuck your hand out and whatnot. Covered in sweat. A little bit jittery. I didn't really think anything of it. And then not long after that, we went down to the makeup room to get you ready. Yeah. That was the first day I met you. Romance. So romantic. <laughs> I was being clumsy and you were being nervous and shy. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, I was. I was mm. very nervous and shy that, yep. first, that first week. Oh, no. It was just that time, just that time that you were nervous and shy. And then you just talked. Yeah. Talk, 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 talk. Lots of questions, loads of questions. We got we got into like stuff really quickly, you know, and and not just you know deep emotional things. I just mean like we talked a lot from the beginning. Yeah, yeah, it was great. I really enjoyed it. <laughs> oh wow, I've never worked with this guy before, and he's awesome. He's cool to talk to. It's a nice change. Hmm. The uh, the story of me asking you out on a date, mm-hmm. uh, I've told a few times. Yes. Um, and the girl that you asked along going, oh, he might be into you. And you texted me going, I hope you're like blondes because my friend's late. I didn't text you that. I was standing next oh, to you. Oh, that's right. You, you, texted, you were standing next to me saying, I hope you're like blondes because my friend's late. And I said, oh, I'm not, in, I'm not interested in your friend. Did you have any idea that I was interested no. in you? No, because I was, uh, whenever I thought about it, and because she was, she was convinced that you had asked me out on a date, and I said, no, he didn't, because he said to me, would you like to get me, get you some tickets? He didn't say, would you like to come to the show with me? He said, would you like to get me to get you some tickets? And I was like, I kept coming back to that as my argument against, and she was like, no, nah, it's a date, no, nah, it's a date. I had work on earlier that day and I think I changed into shorts but I literally came from work and I was confused because you were suddenly starting to talk about did you want, you were asking me if I wanted you to drive. I'm like, are we going together? I didn't know this bit but okay, well, I guess you're not that far away so right, cool, we're going together and he's going to bring his friend. Great, awesome. Picked you up. Um, and Reuben drove to the 
Fox Studios and and you had a whole bunch of friends there and I said, awesome, so you go in with your mates and I'll wait here for my girlfriend. And for some reason you shooed them all inside and I went, oh, well, you don't have to wait with me. I'm a big girl and it's still, you know, light. I'll be fine. Um, and you're like, oh, no, I've I tried to palm poor Zalika onto you. And, uh, yeah, you're like, no, I've been trying to ask you out all week. Oh, shit. And there was silence for a while because I was processing that Zalika was right. <laughs> Here I have, am inviting her on a date, which she knew was a date, but I didn't listen to her. My God, I haven't showered. (laughs) (laughs) So, yeah, then, yeah, I was like, okay, right, well, I guess we're on a date now. (laughs) I hope that um, little story gives you a bit of, I guess, a bit of hope because sometimes the first date isn't a slam dunk, you know. Just because the first date isn't, you know, doesn't end with what you think it might end with doesn't mean that you won't end up happily married and with a beautiful family because that's certainly how it started for me and Audrey and... We celebrate five years in December. The beginning of our relationship was not normal, was not easy. I was not in a very good place. I was at the very beginning of recovering from a very traumatic period. I was actually still dealing with being in the middle of a very traumatic period of of mental health. And how Audrey responded was just phenomenal, which I'll I'll tell you about in just a sec. You'll hear an ad right now. If you do, thank you. If you don't, we'll be right back. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss plushcare.com slash weight loss. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. This is Better Than Yesterday, the Wednesday remix, Better Make It Quick. And this is a a quick hit from my conversation with my wife, Audrey Griffin, when she came on the show the first time. Yeah, like I said earlier, I was still in the middle of, of, and, you know, towards the tail end of, but definitely still in the middle of a very traumatic period of, of my life as far as my mental health goes. And I wanted to hear Audrey's perspective you know, from her perspective, what was that time in our relationship like? Did she remember at what point that I opened up to her about what I was going through? You kind of mentioned it, um, and not too intensely. You did mention it when we were at work, working together. Um, but it was just always something that you talked about. It wasn't, you kind of just expanded more and more on it the more yeah. you got to know me. Yeah. And how how did that manifest? Like, what did it ex- did it explain anything the way I was behaving? Because I yes. was a bit, I was pretty weird. Oh God, you were. But 
I could see that it was not, that your actions were being driven by something else. Um, it wasn't like you were just an oddball. You were, you were being, yeah, you were being motivated by something I couldn't quite put my finger on. And the more and more you told me, the more and more obvious it became and I could connect the dots. I could see because of this feeling or thought in your head, you were behaving like this. So, yeah. I was really lucky that you could see that, that you could see the separation between the two things. Well, cause and effect. Well, you have the ability, you have, we joke sometimes that you have the total situational awareness that you really should be. Of a, a Navy SEAL. A Navy SEAL. You yeah. should be a Navy SEAL or an ASIO agent or something. Or a ninja. Sort of well, how do I know you're not one? Um, you would never know. Exactly. <laughs> uh, but that you had the ability to discern the granularity of motivations of a situation so intensely. Yeah. Um, other people might have just gone, oh, he's being weird. I'm out. Mm. But you were able to see. Ah, right. Well, because you were kind of in and out of it. It wasn't a permanent state. Um, so I could see these very different versions of you. Um, yeah, I could see it. It's in your face. It's You are not very good at hiding your emotions. You're a terrible actor. Yes. Uh, so to me it was pretty obvious. Yeah. As, I um, can read you like a book, as you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's 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 pretty it's pretty easy. Yeah. Um, as things got, you know, I I got pretty I got I remember being pretty weird. I was still pretty weird. Yeah. I was I'd yet to go on to. I was only on one antipsychotic at that point. I was ready. I was yet to go on to the extra one. Um, when I moved back to Los Angeles, um, do you remember me talking to you about? The, the doom and all that kind of stuff? As in with climate change? Yeah. Maybe. Yes, yes. I remember you, I remember you saying, because it was, you know, it's, it's real, it's happening, um, but your reaction to it was extreme. And I remember whenever we talked about it, I would try to reason, you know, because, you know, it's not something that I disagree with, um, but it's it, it's not as cataclysmic as, you, you know, it's not happening mm. to today or tomorrow. Yeah, I was convinced it was. Yes, yeah. and we would, you know, have these intellectual conversations and, and talk it out and I would use reason and you would try and come back with something else and back and forth we'd go. And that happened so often. It happened a lot. Um and it wasn't until I realised you didn't, you couldn't actually see reason, no. you couldn't hear it, that I, I decided, okay, well, I think what you need is reassurance that you're not going to be alone. I think at the end of it, at the, at the bottom of it, is a fear of being alone. And um, so that's what I decided to, the message should be no longer that it's going to be okay or that you know there's we got to wait until the rich people are actually being affected by this or um humans are resilient animals and there will always be 
humans here in one form or another and etc that we used to go over and over and over with and just told you that it's okay you I'll be with you when it happens if it happens then I'll be there and that seemed to click that really was one of the most remarkable things that anyone's ever said to me Audrey saw me saw what I needed and wonderfully and generously provided that for me and it absolutely changed my life and it saved my life if you want to hear more of my conversation with Audrey Griffin just look up Audrey Griffin she has an E in her name G-R-I-W-F-E-N she's been on twice we talked about Wolfie's birth uh, which is also a pretty cool episode there's some excellent bits that I didn't play you today uh, certainly about Audrey growing up in Fiji raising Georgia as a single mother and how we as a family navigate what it's like to have someone in the family living with episodes of sometimes everything's awesome and sometimes not great mental health. You can find Audrey. She's on Instagram, Audrey M. Griffin, G-R-I-F-F-E-N. Yeah, thanks heaps to um, you for listening. Thanks to Bruce Steele for producing this show. Thanks to Andy Marr for the audio production. Rachel Barrett, my executive producer, Toe Hyder on the music. If you need me, super easy. Send Osher email at gmail.com or find me on Instagram. Just search Osher and you'll find me. All right. I'll see you on Friday. We'll have a chat then. Until we speak, sleep well and dream of beautiful things. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. <laughs> <laughs> 